0: Pharmaceutical giants Moderna and Pfizer are locked in a monumental struggle over their patented COVID-19 mRNA shots. The Fauci ouchie, if you will. While immunization, vaccination, and preventative medicine have been around for over 150 years, the definition has all of a sudden shifted. Today you are going to find out what mRNA injections are and why governments, dictionaries, and universities All changed their definition of vaccine in unison. Welcome to the 21st episode of the Magnifying Glass podcast. I'm your host, Elena Moore, and I'm joined today by the American Stoic. On October 8th, we discussed the hearing held in South Carolina State Senate on COVID 19 vaccines, their safety, and efficacy. Doctors and experts from around the state came and told the truth on the deadly effects of the recent injections and what they are seeing from their patients. You can find that episode in the description of this episode. However, today we are going to zoom out and look at the big picture. There is a coordinated movement to change the definition of a vaccine due to the lives pharmaceutical companies and experts peddled during the pandemic and of course that was passed on by the mainstream media. This information will not be reported by the mainstream media as we have seen in the past, so make sure you listen closely to the information that we've collected independently and share this with everyone you know. In the future, we will release another episode showing how this is also being pushed through similar bills on the state level without you knowing But for context, this episode will be focused on the larger picture. I'm going to do my best not to use language that will get this episode removed off of platforms. So I will be giving you the facts, but you can make your own conclusions. Because while the media may be censored in some way, shape, or form, they have not yet gotten to your brain. And that's what really matters. So let's go into how the definitions of things are being changed and really kind of give you an idea of what mRNA is because that term has been tossed around a lot over the past, what is it, three, four years now? I can't even believe it's been that long. But mRNA specifically, what does that even stand for? Well, the words are, it's uh, the M stands for messenger, the R stands for, I guess it's R and the N, stands for rib- ribonucleic. And then the A is for acid. So that's messenger ribonucleic acid. The NIH or the National Institute of Health defines the mRNA vaccine as this from a fun fact sheet that they released in August of 2021. It says that the messenger RNA or mRNA is a molecule that encodes a sequence that can be made into a protein. DNA, which is stored in a human cell's nucleus, encodes the genetic information for making proteins. An mRNA biological product as a cellular messenger by injecting cells with a synthetic mRNA that encodes and directs cells to make a viral protein or an antigen and evoke an immune response. So let's go ahead and back up and look at exactly what they just said here. They called it not a vaccine, but they have in the past, of course, but a biological product using cellular messenger and injecting it into cells. The word vaccine and the word immunization should not be used to describe mRNA biological products. The mRNA COVID shot, which is the first mRNA biological product to be injected into humans, just so you know, was not distributed under the EUA or a license to prevent infection and transmission of the SARS-CoV-2 virus that we heard all about with the pandemic. It was only to lessen, this injection, the mRNA, was only to lessen serious symptoms of COVID disease, leading to hospitalization and death. Therefore, mRNA products should not be treated legally as vaccines in the traditional meaning of the word. And the fun, funny thing is about all of this is that they know it. That's why they talk about them as biological products. Now they have used the word vaccine to go along with it, but the past year or two, they've been moving away from that. You may have noticed, or you may have not, because it's actually really been kept under the radar. So let's go ahead and look at maybe a dictionary that changed their definition without anybody noticing. It was actually reported by USA Today, November 30th, in 2021, that the Merriam-Webster revised its vaccine definition to replace immunity with immune response. So it doesn't give you immunity. It just gives you an immune response. Okay. It's almost as if it is to cover the fact that these injections don't provide immunity like they said they were supposed to. But what has the CDC said about it? Well, the Miami Herald reported on September 27th of 2021, that, quote, before the change of the definition for vaccination read from the CDC, the act of introducing a vaccine into the body to produce immunity to a specific disease. Now, the word immunity has been switched to protection. The term vaccine also received its own makeover. The CDC's definition changed from, quote, a product that stimulates a person's immune system to produce immunity to a specific disease to a now now this is the next definition that they changed that definition to a preparation that is used to stimulate the body's immune response against diseases. I actually checked the CDC website to see if those were still the same definitions that they use. And no, it's not. They actually got another makeover. And who knows how many makeovers they have received since then. So let's just kind of recap real quick. Started 2020, pandemic starts, or I guess it was the end of 2020. They're rolling out these vaccines, the beginning of 2021. It's going to give you full immunity you've got to get it so you don't kill your grandma and then later that year and into the next we start changing our definitions of what a vaccine actually is from creating immunity to just providing a immune immune response so then more language started to get changed the CDC started changing its definition of fully vaccinated. I mean, how many times did we hear the words, you must get fully vaccinated?
1: I mean, it was it was, it was, was constant once you had the Democrats and the media switch and do the 180 degrees from whenever it was during the election process and Trump was saying, oh, I'm gonna get a vaccine pushed through and Kamala Harris was like, obviously, I'm, nobody should ever take a Trump vaccine, yada, 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 they get into office, Tune changes obviously, and they do 180, and then for the next 18 months, it was if you don't get vaccinated, you're literally Hitler. So yeah,
0: you are, and then and then the CDC decided to change in the beginning of 2022. It must have been their New Year's resolution, I guess. I don't really know, but the U.S. news reported in January of 2022 that the CDC changed its term of fully vaccinated to up to date on vaccines. The U.S. News said, quote, what we are looking for, um, actually, this came from the CDC director, Rochelle Walensky, said at a press briefing in January of 2022, what we are really working on is to pivot the language to make sure that everybody is as up to date with their COVID-19 vaccines as they personally could be, should be, based off of when they got their last vaccine. If you're eligible for a booster and you haven't gotten it yet, you're not up to date and you need to get your booster in order to be up to date, end quote. It's hilarious how when we started off this pandemic, I mean, if we take a step back, really look at it. It started out with you got to get your COVID vaccine. Then you've got to get your booster after that. Then your second booster. Then your third booster. What are we on now? Like our sixth or seventh booster? It, it's getting a little out of hand, especially since nothing seems to be happening.
1: They don't work. Whoa.
0: No way. You mean it could actually do the opposite and harm you, possibly? Hmm.
1: Ahem. <clears throat> Warning.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, It seems that the CDC has been changing the definitions for vaccination and vaccine multiple times, but also what fully vaccinated even means at the same time. But let's look at maybe some wording that Moderna and Pfizer have been using. So just to give you a quick overview, you may not have known. But there have been multiple lawsuits between Moderna and Pfizer since 2022. They have been getting into numerous patent lawsuits. From what I saw, I think I found about three or four so far. It's mostly Moderna in different states and different areas of law suing for um, patent infringement, uh, uh, suing Pfizer for patent infringement, which they also are known as BioNTech and multiple other things. One of these cases Reuters reported in August 28th, 2023, that Pfizer and BioNTech asked the U.S. government to cancel patents on COVID-19 vaccine technology that rivaled Moderna. And that its German partner told the U.S. Patent Office patent trial and appeal board that the two Moderna patents are unimaginably broad and cover a basic idea that was known long before their invention on the date of 2015. The case is one of the mo- many several that have been brought by a biotech company seeking patent royalties from Moderna, Pfizer, and their blockbuster COVID-19 vaccines. The article goes on to talk about how Pfizer, and this, remember, was reported August of 2023. They state that Pfizer earned $37.8 billion from sales of its COVID-19 vaccines last year, so that would have been of 2022. And Moderna made $18.4 billion from its vaccine SpikeVax. So these are just singular vaccines that they made money off of in one year. So who knows how much it is altogether. In one of their responses in these lawsuits, Moderna wrote, quote, unlike traditional vaccines, newer vaccines include genetic information to allow the body's own cells to make the antigen. Shall we say that first part again? Unlike traditional vaccines. So whether or not these new vaccines, I guess is what we're calling it now, actually, you know, create immunity in your body. It's interesting that we have pivoted from, oh, it's just a vaccine in 2020. 20 and 2021 to rush in a new wave of biological products i'd love to use a w word there but you know you got to do what you got to do biological products you come up with the end result for that one but it doesn't stop there congress is even trying to pass a bill to change vaccine definite their vaccine definition on the federal level around the same time and if we get more information on that, we will post that in the description as well. But one of the fun things about this whole thing is that you don't have to go get your COVID shot in order to get mRNA injected into you. They are, they've been injecting animals and they're even developing plants to deliver mRNA vaccines without putting anything into your arms.
1: You know people don't actually ever read what's in their groceries whenever they read it so this is a really scary proposition because you could have people taking something basically against their will i'll, I'll say they were tricked into it but it's essentially against their will because they're not going to be made aware of it you know even if you by law, whether it's the FDA or the CDC or whoever's going to end up regulating it, makes them put, you know, in fine print on a, a basket of tomatoes or whatever, mm-hmm. that these tomato plants were genetically modified to deliver an mRNA product into uh, the human that consumes them, how many people are going to read that? How many people for every single item that you go to the grocery store to pick up are turn it around and read all the fine print? There's an absurd amount of stuff just in the ingredients list on most of the products on the shelves in our grocery stores today and stuff that you wouldn't expect to be in there. Mm-hmm. You know, I, you know, obviously, they've they've already started to, to do the cricket uh, flour, to, to put cricket flour in things. And then they'll put it again in the bottom of the ingredients list or somewhere else on the packaging, but nobody's actually reading this. And
0: it won't say and so, cricket. It'll have some other name you probably can't even pronounce.
1: Yeah, you just get, uh, refer to everything by its scientific name, and all of a sudden nobody knows what's actually happening. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, so that's the problem here. That that like That's a real threat here because there's that basically no checks and balances because, I'm going to be completely honest, I don't really expect the FDA or Congress to actually put a stop to and this. And I
0: have been reading numerous articles for the past two years. I would definitely say since about... Golly, end of 21, beginning of 2022, of them spraying greens and products and different things with mRNA type, mm, however you want to phrase that, mRNA products. Or
1: It's like, it's like an aerosol delivery of mRNA. Yeah. yeah.
0: And so, I mean, that's one thing, but now you're going to tell, so they're spraying it already. Who knows how long it stays on there or if it acts like a forever chemical? I don't really know. I wouldn't say I'm a medical expert, but I know enough to know that I don't want my food sprayed with biological products.
1: Well, I mean, and, and, and there have already been so many different chemicals that have been used in in the growing yeah. process on the majority of the food on the shelves that we know to be carcinogenic. Why would, why would we think yeah. that this one's any different? One that has... Uh, a technology, literally a technology, it's, it's, it is a technology. It's not a naturally occurring substance. It's not, it's not anything natural. It is a, a technology that has a spotty history at best.
0: That we are now injecting into humans that is a literal protein. Not, I mean, it, that's another interesting thing. It, vaccines these days and for a very long time have never really introduced the strain into your system. If you look at the products that are actually in these vaccines, it is a long list of additives and things you have never even heard of. <clears throat> so the idea of what a vaccine even is, that's why they're finally changing the definition because they know they there isn't anything in them to provide immunity, complete and full immunity. We've seen it.
1: Well, my favorite thing is, you know, as you said, with the definition changing to go from immunity to immune response, and immune response is such a broad term, that it essentially has no meaning in the context of that definition. And I go back to that Biden town hall in the summer of 2021, whenever he said, you know, if you get this shot, you're not going to get COVID. You get this shot, you're not going to die from COVID. You're not going to be in the ICU. So like all three of those were a lie. Yeah. Oh wait, can I say that? I don't know if I can say that. I think I can now. I think I can now. I think YouTube rolled it back. I think I think that part is okay. You can't talk about the other negative consequences associated with some of the more uh, proactive tactics that the CDC promoted, but I think you can. I think you can now say on on YouTube that there is it's not a real. It's not very particularly controversial that the immune response, quote-unquote, generated by these technologies was not particularly effective. I'll put it that way. And
0: if you, I mean, it also depends what your definition of effective is. If it was to take people out in other ways. So pharmaceutical companies can sue each other for stealing ideas of biological injections, or W-E-A-P-O-N-S but due to
1: not really biological even it's more like technological i you know
0: that's a great way to put it i think it is more technological i mean if you are changing someone's dna i i would say that's pretty technological of them and one of the things that we're also seeing here is that due to the 1986 act and many other acts that took away liability from pharmaceutical companies for any damages or health issues that you may incur from them, you're not allowed to have any form of justifications to write the damages that these quote-unquote vaccines or injections cause for you or your family. How sick and twisted can it get? I mean, the more information you look into this, the worse it gets. And I highly recommend educating yourself on vaccines as a whole. But even if you refuse to take their injection, they're going to deliver it to you via your food. They are already injecting animals you eat with mRNA to the point that states across the country in America are trying to pass laws that would require the producers to label the product as mrna free or that the product contains mrna many of these bills are watered down and have no enforcement but a handful okay that <laughs> now i see what i wrote a handful are are passing or are trying to pass strong legislation in these state legislators now it's coming to your house through greens through spraying and even developing plants to deliver the protein biologics or technologies into your system so where do we go from here
1: well and i think we're going to get into this a little bit more i think you're you're kind of hinting at episode two here in the series so to speak that there is a lot, There was a lot of leeway that was given to pharmaceutical companies over the course of the COVID pandemic. And as much as they benefited from that, as much as they profited from that, obviously those numbers that you said uh, for 2022 for both Pfizer and Moderna are massive numbers, a massive amount of money that they, they made. In order for this to become a mainstay in their... Uh, like their annual reports, so to speak, for them to really be able to count on making tens of billions of dollars every year from mRNA vaccines or uh, mRNA technology, however you want to look at it, depending on how broad of a scope they're really trying to pursue, you really have to think about what is required for that to happen, because they're not going to be able to get emergency use, use authorizations in order to make all of the products necessary to cover all of the, products on the shelves in the grocery store. So you have an opportunity here, whenever it comes to the state, and and to some extent, the federal level, in order to put in place some protections, slash try and stop their support, their lobbyists essentially, from encoding in each state, their right to basically inject everybody again might not be with a needle it might be with a tomato or might be with uh, a steak whatever but essentially they're going to be giving everybody or trying to give everybody their own dose of the mrna technology and right now they don't really have all of the necessary pieces in place for that to happen so we have to focus on stopping that from getting stop them from getting that and that's going to happen mainly at the state level. Mainly, it's going to, to either obviously the best case scenario is just an outright ban on mRNA technologies in food. If you can't get that, then the next best thing is you know a very cl- like a very clear warning and labeling system that can't be missed on all on all products again that's not a good option because as soon as that happens you're going to have some normalization bias and then within 5 years that label is either going to be ignored by everybody because they've seen it on everything for the last 5 years and that normalcy bias that we know affects the human brain will just kind of make it meaningless warning and people just start consuming it again anyway against their uh, against their better judgment or and against their self interest or for they sure.
0: f- don't label it and like the Arizona bill that I was looking yeah. at uh, yesterday there's no penalties whatsoever no penalties oh but because it's self-regulated but if somehow they violate the self-regulation then uh they might get slapped with 200 dollars or something like that but it's a may they don't have to it's up to the director of agriculture i would boil it down probably to main four main things and the first one would be kind of what you were talking about It's the state level. It's time for our state legislators to really stand up. The only, there are the only things, these legislators are the only things standing between us and these pharmaceutical companies. It is important to hold the legislators accountable and demand that they give strong, hard legislation that outlaws all immunization mandates, mRNA injected products, and immunization tracking, just to name a few. I'd say those three are some of the fundamental ones that need to be passed in state legislators and and put into law. If they write or support a bill under the guise of medical freedom, and I see this every day, it is driving me insane. These legislators love to write bills that they call medical freedom. I cannot tell you how many of what you may call strong and stand-up politicians push the most watered-down dangerous bills that come in a package that is called medical freedom or in a package called constitutional carry that does quite the opposite the second thing is that you need to be watching legislation and showing up to hearings to speak on behalf or against bills i was at a subcommittee hearing the other day at the south carolina capitol And they were trying to push and pass ranked choice voting. There was one lady there that comes up to speak on anything election related every single time. And the people, the legislators in the subcommittee said, I see you here all the time. And this was in the hearing when she went up. We know it's about elections because you're here telling us about it and we respect the heck out of it. Now, she was. Very liberal and very progressive. But the problem is she doesn't have anybody else doing that. So, of course, they're probably going to side with her on many issues because she shows up. She speaks out. You may feel like an idiot sometimes, but guess what? It does make a difference because they do listen eventually. The third thing I would say is that we all know that you can't trust your freedom to your legislator, unfortunately. So you have to make sure that you are taking care of yourself. Buy food that you know where it comes from. Support local farmers. Many offer tours. Many of these farmers offer tours where you can verify how your food is made. You go, You can go to the farmer's market. Support the farmers that, instead of these gigantic food corporations that are trying to put out Small businesses and farmers buy the dozen, or really even buy them out. And it can be, while it may seem more expensive sometimes, you can also buy in bulk, buy half a cow, go in with a friend or two. It's actually pretty reasonable once you start splitting it up, and guess what? You're not getting full of mRNA technological products. And the last thing that you can do is creating your own community. Get involved with those near you, people that are like-minded. Find farmers in your area. Find like-minded people in your area. You can create a community that watches out for this because it's hard to do protect yourself and your area and your state with just one person. But if you create your own community, it gets a lot easier when you got multiple people on it. No one other than yourself is going to stick up for you. I think that's what it boils down to. So stick up for yourself before you actually get sticked by the government and the big pharmaceutical companies that want to keep you sick and keep you coming back for more. Anything you want to add before I close it out? Okay. Thank you for joining us today on the Magnifying Glass podcast. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast so you can listen to our next episode on how this is coming to you on the state level whether or not you live in a blue or red state. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate and share and help us shine a light on even more discoveries. If you are feeling really inspired, let us know in the comments what you thought about this episode and what you were seeing in your area. I'm your host, Elena Moore, and remember, sometimes the smallest details make the biggest difference. Until next time, keep looking closer.